0: hello and welcome to today's episode of the quad shot where we help you down and digest the day's most pertinent cancer news it's december 5th 2022 welcome to the quadcast let's dive in first up partial derivative Does hypofractionated partial breast radiation reduce chronic induration compared to whole breast radiation? The DBCG partial breast irradiation trial was a randomized phase three trial of 865 patients with early stage low risk breast cancer. It is very similar to the UK import low trial in comparing whole breast radiation and partial breast radiation using the same dose fractionation. Eligible patients had hormone receptor positive, HER2 negative, grade one to two invasive ductal carcinoma, measuring less than two centimeters with greater than two millimeter surgical margins. All patients were treated with 40 gray and 15 fractions, but they were randomized to receive either whole breast radiation or partial breast radiation. The partial breast irradiation target was the tumor bed plus a 1.5 centimeter CTV margin confined to the breast CTV as well as a 5 millimeter PTV margin, but that was cropped 5 millimeters from the skin surface. In both arms, the tangent fields and a forward-planned field-in-field technique was used. The trial was designed to show that partial breast irradiation resulted in non-inferior breast induration and indeed grade two to three induration three years after partial breast radiation was not only non-inferior but it was significantly less as compared to whole breast radiation five percent versus ten percent overall larger breast volume was associated with a higher rate of breast induration thirteen percent versus six percent however this was mainly driven by an increased rate of induration in those with large breasts who had whole breast radiation, 13 versus 5%. Induration was similar for patients who had large and small breast size when they were treated with partial breast radiation, six versus 5%. Put another way, those with a large breast size appeared to derive the greatest reduction in induration from the use of partial breast radiation. At five years, there was no difference in local recurrence with partial breast radiation as compared to whole breast radiation, 1.2 versus 0.7%. There was also no difference at nine years, 3.1 versus 1.7%. The bottom line is, for the same dose, fractionation, and planning technique, partial breast radiation results in less chronic induration than whole breast radiation without a significant increase in local recurrence rate for those with low-risk disease. Thanks to Offerson, JCO, 2022. Up second, never enough. Virtually no treatment algorithm for any pancreatic cancer is without chemotherapy. But when can we call it a day? Adjuvant treatment, particularly fulfirinox, after upfront resection of pancreatic cancer, has been a mainstay of treatment since the landmark PRODIGE 24 trial. Many current protocols, however, have moved chemo to the neoadjuvant setting, recognizing it as a priority in the treatment of pancreatic cancer. This retrospective series of 430 consecutive patients with YPN0 resections of pancreatic cancer following neoadjuvant chemo at UPMC and the Medical College of Wisconsin reports further adjuvant chemo improved median progression-free survival from two to four months and overall survival from 3.5 to 5.3 years, with even bigger improvements seen among those with perineural invasion. Thanks to Hamas, JAMA Surgery, 2022. Up next, Amarose at ten. The Amorose trial compared completion axillary lymph node dissection and axillary radiation in patients with sentinel lymph node positive T1 to two breast cancer. Recall that over 4,800 patients were enrolled and randomized before surgery. Of those, 1,425 had sentinel lymph node metastases and went on to receive either axillary lymph node dissection or radiation therapy to the axilla and supraclavicular fossa. Also recall that in the axillary lymph node dissection arm, 33% had additional lymph node metastases. In this updated analysis, the rate of axillary recurrence at 10 years was similar between arms at 0.9 and 1.8%. There were no differences in survival outcomes. Axillary lymph node dissection doubled the rate of lymphedema at 5 years, 25 versus 12%. And radiation did not significantly increase the risk of secondary primary cancer at 10 years, 12 versus 8.5%. Thanks to Bartels, JCO, 2022. Up next, coincidence. While incidence of cervical cancer has been steadily decreasing overall during the past two decades in the United States, it has been steadily increasing among women aged 30 to 34 years old. Perhaps due to a shift in earlier diagnoses with increased sensitivity of HPV co-testing. Thanks to Shamarati. JAMA 2022. Finally, yes, Lee Can. In a phase three trial of lecanumab, a monoclonal antibody to the notorious amyloid beta fibrils that are pathognomonic of Alzheimer's disease, recipients achieved a statistically though probably not clinically, significant reduction in severity of cognitive decline at 18 months. And it's making headlines as the first therapy ever to even make a dent in this frequently devastating disease. Thanks to Van Dyke, New England Journal of Medicine, 2022. This concludes today's episode of The Quad Shot. If you like what you've heard, please consider giving us a five-star rating and subscribing to our podcast. Also, check out our website at www.quadshotnews.com and subscribe to our newsletter. We'll catch you next time.